Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for joining me for another very special broadcast, the horoscope special um, of astrology, horoscope, and tarot. Uh, So thank you, thank you so much. I hope I can be heard. I went on and jumped on the line because I know we don't have that much time today. This is not going to be a full regular Your Week Ahead episode. It's a one-hour bonus episode. So I want to go ahead and get started. I hope I can be heard. I was trying to do a sound check while the music was playing, but you know it's Mercury retrograde in Sagittarius, right? <laughs> so while we went on that sound check, I just pray I can be heard and we're going to proceed. Thank you so much for um, listening online. I see you um, on the phone lines as well. Thank you so much for joining me. I know y'all are ready for these horoscopes uh, for each of your signs. Listen out for your sun, your moon. You're listening out for your sun sign because that's what's good. That's the energy that's likely to be affecting your yourself, your expression, your personality, right? And then you're listening out for your moon sign because it is so overwhelmingly significant. I mean, especially if you're a woman that's a, or a feminine, you know, ruled energy. Um, that's going to play out significantly as well. And then your rising sign, of course. Your rising sign based specifically on your time of birth, the sign that was rise on the eastern horizon, uh, rising when you showed up here. That's significant. That's going to play out based on your actual physical experience in your body a lot of times even more so than your sun sign. I'm not saying one is more important than the other. I'm saying that I've been observing my own personal rising sign for years now and the ish never fails. So rising signs are significant to know and to listen out for and to keep, you know, an eye out on um, and an ear out for. Um, And Venus sign. Your Venus sign tends to play out when it comes to your relationships, um, your money, um, and, and experiences like that, which a lot of people tend to be extremely interested in. So with that being said, let's just jump into it. Um, the tarot pool. 
for the Gemini full moon that I introduced to you on the last show, you can go into the episode information for this show and click the link to the last one. And, and you, I, I touched on it um, significantly in last week's show. We're living in the midst of the Gemini full moon season that I pulled cards for. So, you know, my cards don't lie, and spirit uses my cards to to get, deliver us messages of significance. Okay, great. I can finally check, verify that I can be heard. Um, and I'm watching it play out. Um, I'm watching the I, – I, I described to you guys that three out of the four cards were pinnacle cards, and, and I'm watching this Saturn energy so incredibly strong for a multitude of reasons, for the simple fact that Saturn is rounding out this season, of this transit of about three years through Sagittarius. A shout out to all my fellow Sagittariuses out there. Oh, and happy solar return to me. Yay! <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all the astro love gifts. Um, that were related to my solar return and all the ones that have just been out of the sheer love that you guys have for Mama Daughter Astrology and your world healer, the Astro Tarot, the Astro Tarot Goddess. Um, I just had to throw that in there. And I better not, not even on a horoscope episode, neglect to um, shout out, remember, revere, honor, give reverence to our divine righteous ancestors, those who came before us, especially here on my solar return. I know I wouldn't be here without you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you, Brother Ampu. I get to, you know, have a little bit more flexibility with my shows doing these types of bonus horoscope shows, and I want to do a lot more in the coming year. I know... Um, even fitting it in today, I'm traveling today, but I said I cannot go another week, um, you know, intending, fully intending to do a horoscope episode and not get it done somehow, some kind of way, even on my solar return. We are worth it. Y'all are worth it. I know I'm worth it. We deserve this. Um, I do these episodes for me, too, because I listen to my own episodes and they minister to my spirit every single time. So thank thank you guys so much for being a part of it. Y'all are the reason why I'm here. And uh, with that, definitely these pinnacle cards showing up are showing this Saturn energy that's playing out. And so um, we've also got, with this Gemini full moon season, we had the Mercury retrograde that stationed right like hours before the Gemini full moon. Um, and that being directly aligned with this Saturn here in Sag. Um, and, and it's going to, I showed y'all how it's going to hit in the last episode. Go back and listen. I showed y'all how it's going to hit three times Mercury on top of Saturn when it was direct before it's station retrograde, Mercury on top of Saturn aligned with Saturn. Um, once it is retrograde, it, it occurred yesterday on the 6th. And then, um, Mercury one more time, I believe in January, is going to align directly with Saturn. So the, the Saturn energy is prominent. And then on the 19th, I believe, when Saturn goes into Capricorn, yes, on the 19th at 11, at 10.49 p.m. Central, um, when Saturn goes into Capricorn, 
its primary and predominant home sign, other than Aquarius, uh, it's going to be even more so. And so if you follow Mamadata Astrology on Facebook, you know, I mentioned that, and I wanted to just, just mention it real quick here before we jumped into these signs. Capricorn. I mean, come on, y'all. Look at Tyrese. Y'all know he a Capricorn. Like, do you know a Capricorn in your personal life? I'm here to tell you as a Sagittarius with Saturn still in these final degrees of my sign, my sign for many things in my chart. I got a stellium in Sagittarius. Um, that Saturn going through your sign is the real deal, okay? Saturn not going to let you do no shortcut. Saturn, not gonna, Saturn is the lord of karma. Hello? You're not going to get to get away with the dumbness when Saturn's in your sign. So I'm here to bear witness <laughs> that the entire time, baby, and it still ain't lit up. I got, I had a feeling, and I, it, I had a feeling this interview was not going to let up off of my Sagittarius self until the day <laughs> it goes into Capricorn, okay? And so it's going to play out a bit differently in Capricorn because th that's its home sign. So if you're a high-vibrating Capricorn and you you have de developed over your lifetime a good relationship with the energy of being responsible, being dutiful, being mature, taking things seriously, you're going to you're going to love Saturn being back home in your sign, just like all the Sagittariuses here in uh, at the end of 2018 going into 2019, when Jupiter goes into Sagittarius, it's home sign. Hey, it's going to be a Sag party for real. Um, just like when Jupiter comes home to its home sign, all the Sagittariuses, for, all, for everything we went through with Saturn being in Sag, when Jupiter comes into Sag, we're going to feel like, yes. <laughs> We're feeling like ourselves again. Yes, all is right with the world again. So same thing with Capricorns. If you've been doing what you're supposed to do, you're going to feel like, okay, yeah, yeah, bet that. You know, like this is what's up. If you haven't been, it was a Capricorn that um, allowed me here in the last couple of weeks. I did my very first, I got my very first request for a tarot reading live and in person. Ah, I've been waiting on that, y'all. And I, di I didn't want to offer it because I said, you know, dealing with my family, uh, most of them think it's straight up demonic. So, you know, I knew none of them were going to ask me, and I dang sure wasn't going to offer to do one for them just to get my face cracked and shut down. But somebody, and it was a Capricorn, finally asked me to do a tarot reading on them. And uh, baby, spirit spoke, and this happened to be a Capricorn I knew, and spirit laid all them messages out for them. I said, oh, you asked for it. That's why I wait for people to ask, because then that way you can't be mad at me. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because uh, Capricorns, you know, it's, it, I'm not going to say it's too late to get right, so to speak, now. What I'm saying is, goddamn, you waited to the last minute to try to be, you know, it's, 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 
karmic season, and, you know, it's like Saturn is the parent. And Saturn, the parent is coming home. <laughs> you know how y'all were children. <laughs> and the parent, um, wow, they must have sensed me talking about them. They're on my phone right now. But when the parent comes, you remember when you were children and the parents were away and you were supposed to be cleaning up and you were, you know, doing everything else but cleaning up. And then they call or something to say they're on the way, let you know they're bringing something to eat, whatever. And you try to rush and do stuff real quick at the end like that. Okay, that's what that's what can be happening with some Capricorns right now. And it, I, I hesitate to say it's too late, but, you know, you're going to find out what happens when you as a Capricorn, with the very energy of Saturn ruling your sign, have, you know, not been a good steward over being able to have such access to harness such strong and powerful energy. Because Saturn is not just the parent, the disciplining parent coming to spank you. If you've been doing what you're supposed to do, Saturn is that parent that say, God damn, okay, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, because you've been doing what you're supposed to do. And Saturn's going to bring them a word. It's going to feel like luck, but it's that luck that you worked for, you worked hard for, you did the hard, hard, smart work. You stayed the course even when it got hard. You set up boundaries, restrictions, and structure and, and practicality and organization in your life. You did what you were supposed to do. And so for my Sagittarius is also, I'm, I promise you I'm jumping into the horoscopes right after I say this, um, for my Sagittarius is also, um, I just want to encourage you all to Stay the course, even with Saturn going out of your sign, thank goddess. Um, don't forget the lessons Saturn taught you over the next 29 and a half year break that we get before Saturn comes back into our sign um, because that's what you, you had those lessons for, to carry with you. So when Saturn does come back in your sign, it's not, you know, just life-altering in these negative ways that it can be, you know, uh, just compounded on the lessons you learned this go-round, added to, okay? All right, y'all. So let me start with the Sag season uh, horoscopes just because we do still have, let me tell y'all exactly before, hmm, the sun goes into Capricorn on the 21st of this month, okay, and today is the 7th. So we still got a good uh, couple of weeks with this energy, so I did want to mention it to you guys. Um, this is the last time we are going to have a, at least for 29 and a half years, this is the last time we are going to have a Sagittarius season with Saturn in it. You know, it just hasn't been feeling necessarily like the Sag seasons we're used to with Saturn in it. Saturn's going to be in Capricorn for the next few years and won't be back here for a while. So hopefully next year, my all my Saggies, it'll feel like the Sag birthday season uh, that it used to, okay? So during Sagittarius season, it's just a time to to expand and to grow and to 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 access more and higher. And so, um, 
like I said, with Saturn being there, it may it may not feel so expansive right now, but let me break it down to you by sign, okay? Um, for Sagittarius, is of course, time for attention, being in the spotlight, and, and setting uh, off your new year, new opportunities, a new path, a new plan, a new venture, a new project. And so uh, this is the time to initiate that's why, I, like, for me, for example, I'm doing a show on my birth, on my soul return, okay, because I'm setting a tone for the year ahead that I want more of this. I want more of y'all. I want more of my mama's babies. I want more of this that I love so much. So that, that's the idea here, Sagittarius, um, is that you would set a new tone uh, for your year ahead or a renewed tone, especially since Mercury is retrograde right now. It may be you're more like me. This is not brand new. This is not my first time broadcasting, but I'm renewing it. I'm, I'm renewing my commitment to you guys to do these special horoscope episodes. And... Uh, um. There was something else that I wanted to announce, but Spirit must be saying it's not time. So be very wise and selective and picky, okay, about your energy right now during this season because you are setting an energetic tone. You are showing people how to treat you. Saturn's still in your sign. It's okay to have healthy boundaries. It's okay to restrict and block people if that's what they've shown you that they must want. <laughs> so you're going to come with, with um, the sun being in your sign, you're going to come across in this more margin way, okay, first house, more assertive, you know, more confident, okay, and and more ready, ready to go, especially when it comes to fun. <laughs> oh, excuse me, y'all. Oof. Okay, mutables. Next in line, Pisces. For you, um, this during this sad season, you're gonna comfortable. You know, um, as it relates to ambitions and goals and making long term plans. Okay, and so um, your your life path is gonna be coming into play more for you. The direction your life is headed in. This is a good time to focus on that and work on that. And you may feel like you're hitting a high point um, during this sad season. Like, okay, you 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 you're assessing the progress you've made. You're assessing the um, uh, any successes you've had. You know, up until this point, this this is gonna feel like a culminating point. And if you've done what you need to do, you're gonna feel um, you're gonna more than likely experience admiration, acknowledgement, praise, recognition, um, honors, awards, things like that, okay? So um, if you're not in that mode, Pisces, and you're not feeling like you've done well, then definitely, um, you know, this is a perfect time to course correct. That's why I'm saying your life's the path and the direction you're headed in and, and the path that you're on. This is a good time to address that and assess that. Gemini, another mutable sign uh, for you, of course, whenever it's Sag season, Sag is your opposite sign. Um, and so uh, during this time, I don't know why I was remembering a Gemini-Sag couple. 
it made me think of that because, like I said, Gemini is the partner sign to Sagittarius. So anything relating to partners, Gemini, anything relating to any other person in your life, it does not have to be a romantic partner, it does not have to be a lover, any other person, even your other selves, okay? So um, definitely during Sagittarius season, Gemini, Gemini rising, um, there's a there's a there's a need for balance also with this um season of Sagittarius for you, Gemini. It's like this first seventh house axis thing coming up. First house being the self, okay, and seventh house being others. And so you you will fare best during the rest of this Sagittarius season, Gemini, when you're balancing that out adequately. Okay, it's not all about you, but you can't sacrifice yourself for other people either. Okay, so um, give like I always mention to my mama's babies: give out of your overflow. Once you have taken care of you, and you got some leftover, you got some overflow, then that's what you when you can share with others, and that's when you can find the balance that you're not so you done already got filled up to a hundred percent. And now you're going to be greedy with the 150%? No, you're going to fill up to 100%, and out of that 50%, you've got overflow to share with others, okay? And that's going to make your life a very balanced, or at least feel that way energetically. Virgo, last mutable sign. Um, for you during Sag season, it, this is activating an area of your chart that is all about your feelings. Okay, and so not not just your feelings, but your inner emotional foundation. All right, and so comes to Virgo when it comes to your feelings, you need to stay in tune with them during this season. You know, you need to tend to them. You need to support yourself and encourage yourself. That reminds me of the Gemini full moon tarot spread where the king of pentacles, come on, Virgo, that's you. (laughs) I know it's the Taurus card, but this can be for any earth sign. It's the earth energy. You're this king of pentacles that we're all being called to be, where we tend to our emotional needs in very practical ways. We encourage ourselves. We support ourselves. That's what the King of Pentacles does. And so, um, and I mentioned that in last week's show as well. So you may want to definitely go back and, and take a, a listen. So when it starts with you, Virgo. You, you're at, to the degree that you're supporting yourself, encouraging yourself, girding yourself up emotionally, so you can be strong in your emotional foundation. You will attract more of the same, more of this nurturing energy, more of this um, encouraging and sensitive energy. Okay, and from that fourth house being strong, from that bottom of the chart being strong, the rest of your life is going to follow suit. Okay. Aries, all right, first sister sign to Sagittarius. Um, You are experiencing Sagittarius season in ways that could likely feel very expansive, okay, having new experiences, exploring, going on adventures, learning, 
just keeping an open mind about um, there's a fire here, as you well know, being a sister fire sign to Sagittarius, where you're passionate about what you believe and you're passionate about what you, you know, think and know. And so much so that this would, you know, be a good season for teaching and sharing out of that expansiveness, okay? So um, just wonder if there's anything else I want to say to you guys. Definitely let it out. That's what Spirit is telling me to share with you guys, Aries, is let it out. Um, In the Gemini full moon tarot spread, the five of pentacles came, five of Wands, which is fire energy, came up as a supportive card, and that shows, you know, this Saturn and Leo energy or Saturn in a fire sign energy where you can feel, I've been talking all about Saturn and how it can feel restrictive and, you know, Saturn's been in sad, so that's a, a, a harmonious aspect to Aries. The fire signs could have been, all the fire signs could have been sensing this kind of Saturnian restriction and boundaries and you know, um, this slowed down energy. And so that's why the five of wands can show up as like pent up energy and you feel like you can't get it out and it feels like a struggle. But I'm here to, you know, encourage you, Aries, to go for it, okay? Saturn doesn't want to stop us. It just wants us to slow down and be sure that we are sure so that we can have slow, steady growth instead of this airy, Sagittarius, fire, fast, furious, passionate, burn everything up before you even figure out, you know, what the strategy is. So that's all it is. All right. Leo, for you guys, you're um, experiencing Sagittarius season more through this, uh, um, through your own energy. This energy of having fun. You, you may, Leo, you may be really feeling like yourself during fast season, and you may really be feeling yourself <laughs> during this Sagittarius season as well. You should. Any fire, this, you know, when it's sad season, all the fire signs activate. When it's airy season, all the fire signs activate. When it's Leo season, all the fire signs activate. So you probably feel are feeling like a sad like it's sad like it's Leo season right now. So enjoy yourself, spending time with people you love, allowing your inner child to come out, have fun and play. Um, and just sharing your generosity and your joy with others, you know, being your friendly, funny, generous self. All right, Leo. Um I don't have to tell Leo to uh, let let out any pent up energy. <laughs> they they ain't got nothing pent up. What? <laughs> Cancer, Cancer. For you during sad season, it may feel a little less like fun and a little more like Saturn still being in sad. Um, you're experiencing this season through the Earth energy of work, the Earth energy of tending to your health. Um, and the work energy of tending to your daily routine and um, maintaining a healthy lifestyle. So, but you're going to feel, you should feel really good 
when you're doing this, when you're being productive, when you're being efficient, when you're getting things done, when you're um, tending to your schedule, when you're knocking things off the to-do list, okay, and paying attention to details, being practical, and fixing things, okay, especially under this Mercury retrograde energy Mercury rules this area of space you're experiencing Sagittarius season through. So, you know, this can show up just as you like going over stuff with a fine-tooth comb. Just monitor yourself for getting stressed out or, like, neurotic about things. You know, do what you can do, Cancer, during this season and let the rest go. It's Sag season, for goodness sakes. I mean, come on. Do your work, and once your work is done, by all means, Cancer, play. (laughs) Come on. All right. Scorpio, for you, um, you are experiencing Sagittarius season through the filter of, it's a a slowdown energy too, just like your sister sign cancer, okay? It's this energy where you do take your time, okay? And you do walk barefoot in the grass. I know it's like 30 degrees outside. I'm just saying this is a state of mind and a state of being here where you're enjoying yourself moment by moment. You're living in the moment. You're soaking up the sun. You're walking barefoot in the grass, so to speak, okay? You're relaxing and you're confident and you know your worth and you are embodying that and your point of attraction, you are attracting based on that, Okay. And so you're going to come across the people more than likely during this Sagittarius season, not only as confident, but as practical, but as reliable and grounded, okay? This very King of Pentacles energy, once again, which is this the card of this area of space you're experiencing Sagittarius season through. You should be feeling and displaying to others a sense of loyalty, steadiness, reliability, you know, being slow to anger, Scorpio. (laughs) It's beautiful. Um, I have prominent Scorpio in my chart, and I I too can attest to the fact that, hey, (laughs) the confidence, I think that has a lot to do with the solar return season too, but definitely also um, the encouraging. I was thinking about this before we, uh, I got on the air, which is that you know, this King of Pentacles that was in the present position, that is in the present position for the Gemini full moon season um, in the in the tarot spread, it can it can show us as being the encourager or being encouraged. If you are living out of that overflow, you're already filled up to a hundred, and you got fifty to a hundred more percent. Come on, because you're just thriving like that on this King of Pentacles ish. <laughs> then you know, you have encouragement to give, okay? So you, that's likely playing out heavy for my Scorpios, just being perceived during Sagittarius season as grounded and very reliable, much like this King of Pentacles, okay, that we're all being called to be right now. We are all being called to be this for ourselves first, so that we can experience this future card of the Page of Cups, where we the love that's blossoming in the Page of Cups starts with you loving yourself, creative beginnings, warm feelings 
towards yourself. And then once again, through that point of attraction, you're going to end up having that mirrored and reflected back to you through others. Libra, for you, during Sagittarius season, you're going to feel very much like having a conversation and communicating and giving and receiving messages. That's going to feel really comfortable for you, even amidst this area of space that is ruled by Mercury, much like um, much like Cancers are experiencing a Mercury-ruled um, Sagittarius season. For you, Libra, um, it's, it's going to be more acute, especially with this busy aspect, okay? Um, of this Sagittarius season is going to feel busy. It's going to feel like a lot of errands. It's going to feel like, you know, engaging, like like I said, communicating, talking to people, gathering information, um, being a messenger, you know, um, b- being very mentally stimulated, okay? So during this season, definitely because the Sagittarius energy is so expansive, Give you feed your mind, feed your mind something constructive and productive. Okay, feed your net your curiosity during this um, time. Your need for intellectual stimulation, feed it something that will that especially during sad season that has a higher meaning and purpose that um, that will benefit you beyond this season, okay? You're charging up this area of space, Libra, for the next year. So do it right. Do it Do it in a way that you're going to appreciate. After all, the very overall card of the Gemini full moon spread, which is inside of Sagittarius season, is this Mercury-ruled card, Mercury in Virgo, where the mind settles down. And I know that's Interesting to be telling you during a time period where your mind just wants to be busy, but with Mercury retro, I just mentioned again to y'all how Mercury's hitting on this Saturn three times, and Saturn is the same Mercury Virgo energy where it wants you to settle that mind down long enough, uh, you know, to experience beneficial changes. If you go so fast, you might miss something. Slow down, especially during this Mercury retrograde season, which is through the rest of Sag season, um, because Mercury doesn't station until the 22nd, and um, Mercury Mercury doesn't station direct until the 22nd, and Gemini full moon season ends on the 18th. So definitely it follows through the rest of this season for you to... Slow that mind down, Libra. Think twice before you speak and and kind of n- narrow your focus as much as you can. Gather all the information, but once you've gathered all the information, then you start prioritizing and selecting the information that's most beneficial to you or that you're most interested in. Um, and when it comes to, like, conversations that you need to have, um, I don't recommend having serious conversations, you know, during Mercury retrograde because the mind's going to change. When when Mercury stations direct, things are going to shift again. And so you may have had this real deep, I've been needing to have this conversation with you for 10 years conversation during Mercury retrograde. Then when Mercury stations direct, you don't change your mind, they don't change their mind. So I would wait on that. 
but definitely this would be a time that you could be reviewing and organizing your thoughts about what you would want to have a conversation, a serious conversation with someone about once Mercury stations direct. Aquarius, Aquarius for you, this Sagittarius season, you're going to be feeling just like Leo, baby, (laughs) in your element. You are experiencing Sagittarius season through the the very energy of Aquarius. And so you like Leo, you're going to be feeling like yourself and you're likely to be feeling yourself during this time. So anything relating to your energy like friends, like group associations, like networking, like technology and social media, and, um, you know, your hopes, wishes, and dreams. This is during Sagittarius season. It's time, especially with it being in your own element, it's time to expand that, not new initiatives because Mercury's retrograde. I mean, you know, <laughs> but, you know, renewed initiatives, taking a look back over things, just like me, like I said, I'm taking, the, you know, my commitment to you guys and these bonus episodes and different things like that, taking a look back at it and seeing how you can improve upon it, making plans, revisions, re-editing things like that, um, um, this area space, websites and things like that, Um, even your online profile, updating it, redoing it. So people are going to see you more like yourself where you're flexible, you know, you're open to change, you're, you know, unique and original in your thinking and eccentric, weird, (laughs) but you're going to love it and you're going to appreciate it and others are going to appreciate it in you too during the Sagittarius season. Taurus, for you, you are going to be continuing to experience Sagittarius season through this very scorpionic energy where you are intense, Taurus, right now. That's probably why your card literally came up in the the middle of the reading. Like this, the whole spread is centered around you, um, Taurus, because of your energy is so needed and palpable and strong right now, especially during Sag season when you're, you know, just fully engaged in anything. <laughs> anything you do, you're probably just literally putting a million percent of your energy into it. Um, this whole Jupiter being in Scorpio, you know, your partner sign, your opposite sign, expansive energy happening through people around you and thereby affecting you. So, you know, transformation is abundant in your life right now, Taurus, especially during the Sagittarius season. Um, you're You're rising from the ashes like a phoenix, Taurus, okay? Whatever you've been through, whatever has tried to take you out, it's only making you stronger. So congratulations on that. Um, Sag season is all about finding the higher meaning in a thing and the higher purpose. Sagittarius is very philosophical, and it can expand and expound on practically anything. So, um, you know, people may look to you and see you being passionate right now, Taurus, and see you being intense and see you being mysterious, but and and draw on that. Like I said, this whole spread is centered around your energy. So how much more so in your life and experience as a Taurus, Taurus rising, Taurus moon, it, are you going to have feel a sense of, you know, 
things sort of revolving around you and what is revolving around you, Taurus. Oh, my God, I love this Gemini full moon spread. What is revolving around you is more of your stable energy with this ten of pentacles governing the entire reading that has an air of permanence to it, that has an air of settling down and domestic harmony to it, okay? Um, that's that type of stability, and even the six of pentacles in the past position, the energy we took with we're take we have taken with us into this Gemini full moon season of the giving and receiving. That's why I said when I was talking to uh, I believe it was Lib- no, it was Scorpio, your partner sign, um, that it it would be either a giving or receiving. You're either you're you either are lacking that support and encouragement. Why? Not because people don't want to encourage or support you, but because you're not encouraging and supporting yourself and showing them. People are going to mirror and mimic how you treat yourself. You're showing them by how you treat yourself, how you want to be treated. And so, you know, the Six of Pentacles just talks about that balance. And I think that's another key word that's kind of coming up for you as well, just the giving yourself the support. This is showing you also getting back on your feet and not judging yourself, like I mentioned in last week's show. You know, nobody said life was going to be easy. And even within astrology, you can see life is a cycle. So there's a time and a season literally for everything. There's a time to die, Taurus. This this area of space you're experiencing, Sagittarius season through, is the area of space governing death, but it's also governing the rebirth, you rising from the ashes like a phoenix. So not sure why I spend a little more time and energy on you, probably because of this spread. It's just speaking Taurus language. So, um, But thank you, Taurus. Just thank you for your energy uh, showing up in this spread and in our lives. We appreciate you. We see you. And, you know, we are, we are encouraging and supporting you to keep going because we're, we're looking to you, at least during this Sagittarius season, to... For whatever reason, these cards are showing up. Uh, oh, the bottom of the deck. That's why. <laughs> We're and it's an eight card. You're having an eighth house transit. Um, just finding yourself, finding yourself, and that probably is going to tie into this Capricorn uh, final uh, horoscope I have, which is for Capricorn, because this eight of cups on the bottom of the deck is the Saturn and Pisces card. And Capricorn, you are experiencing Sagittarius season through your Pisces house, Pisces area space that governs this energy of letting go. Okay, because it's going to be Capricorn season next. And you can, it's certain things you cannot take into your year ahead, Capricorn. I know I gave y'all a tough time even at the beginning of this horoscope special <laughs> because Saturn's in your sign. And just like this Eight of Cups card at the bottom of the deck suggests, it's time to move away from unhappiness, Capricorn. You're, you're showing up as weary, okay, when you don't. It wears you out. When you hold on to things past their due date, their expiration date, 
you begin to appear worn, when your heart is no longer in something but you're still holding on, you're having a 12th house season, this sad season, every sad season, Capricorn, is your 12th house season. 12th house season, you need to be on your own. You need to tend to your, you need to be out of the spotlight, in the background, tending to your emotional needs. Like this Eight of Cups suggests, healing, facing facts. It's, you might as well, whatever you need to face and accept, that's 12th house governs acceptance. Surrender, just surrender. This is the time to surrender to whatever the facts are. Well, they're gone. <laughs> you know, that's the facts. Got to face it. And it's, and it's talking about the end of a cycle, even with this Eight of Cups and the 12th house, um, the Pisces house suggests the exact same thing. Because after the 12th house, that's the last house. Next house is going to be the first house again. The cycle starts again. And so this season for you is critical. And that's probably, <laughs> you're showing up in all these pinnacle cards in the spread as well. And that's probably why spirit did that. So you can see you, Taurus, Virgo, that y'all can see what how significant this time is for y'all. Because at the end of Gemini season, when Saturn goes into Capricorn the day after Gemini full moon season, Capricorn goes Saturn goes into Capricorn the day after. All of the Earth signs are gonna feel it, and so Spirit gave me a special spread primarily for y'all, to let y'all know that you're going to be given, you're going to receive in the same measure that you have given out. That's why the Ten of Pentacles governs the entire thing, because it's the results of hard work. If you've been working hard, you're going to be able to enjoy and reap the benefits of that hard work. Good job. Well done. Good and faithful servant. Okay, this is the card of extreme luxury. And the Six of Cups showed up for almost, the Six of Pentacles showed up for the, almost that same reason, to show you on, uh, the, on a balanced scale, three on one side, three on the other, that's six, where you're giving and receiving in a very balanced way. It's no judgment here. You just got, this is the card of no judgment. You're going to receive in accordance to what you've given. That's fair. And you're going to receive in accordance to your ability to be thankful. Okay? So, you know, what you're thankful for, you're going to get more of it. If all you're doing, it, I know, especially Capricorn, that's why this is coming out while I'm doing your horoscope. I know with Saturn being your ruler, a low vibrational manifestation of that energy can be negativity and pessimism. But you can raise that, Capricorn. You can just take things seriously, be dutiful and responsible without leaking over into negativity and, and pessimism and cynicism. Okay? So gratitude, an attitude of gratitude is going to help that tremendously, significantly. I know I'm saying, and I'm almost getting emotional, this, that's the manifestation of this 12th house season for you. It's a water, it's a water house, Capricorn. That's e emotion. Let it out. 
I've been encouraged not to do that here on the air. We ain't got time for that. I got less than what I, what I got left, a few minutes. Yeah, I got a handful of minutes left. But I'm encouraging you to let it out. That's going to help. Tend to your spiritual needs, Capricorn. Connect to your spiritual side. It's okay. That's a lesson you're likely going to learn during this time. Because I know that the Saturn that rules Capricorn is about the most opposite you can get to spiritual energy because it's everything real and material and physical and practical. Nobody, get in your quiet space. That's what the 12th house means. Get in your prayer closet and don't you come out until you have shown yourself compassion until you have given yourself permission to access your feelings because you won't be able to access the higher vibrations of this Pisces house of intuition until you do. If you can't feel, you cannot intuit. If you can't feel, you cannot be creative and imaginative to more high vibrational manifestations of having a Sagittarius season through this house. And then you get to be this you get to be the king that showed up as the center of this spread. Then Capricorn, you get to be the higher vibrational manifestations and show what Saturn really can be and do when that vibration is raised. That's why the King of Pentacles is a card of thriving. It's the card of luxury and having the Midas touch. That's why most Capricorns have money, because they know how to embody this Saturn energy on higher vibrations, but it's more than just about money, Capricorn. It's more than just about money, Taurus and Virgo. It's about you thriving from the inside out. That's why it's the card of supporting and encouraging yourself and being steady. Even in in a storm, the center of the storm is the most steady part the calmest part, you're going to exude the highest vibrations of your energy, earth signs, when you are steady and adept and have done Taurus like you're experiencing right now with this eighth house, that you've done the work that it takes to transform. You've done the work that it takes to overcome and rise from the ashes. And my other earth sign I have uh, for Virgo, that's why you have the bottom of the chart, encouraging, supporting yourself internally, building on a strong emotional foundation. So I don't know why this took a turn for earth signs, but, I mean, the the tarot spread really supports it. It's for everybody. As we all embody more of our earthy, we all have access to this grounded energy, this practical energy where we're organized and we're steady where we provide for our own selves before we hold out a hand for anybody. We're doing it for us first. That's how we're showing other people how to do it. And then as we do that and embody also this bottom of the deck, eight of cups cards, where we are seeing the deep meaning in a thing and we are healing, truly healing, that's what, 
you know, Saturn in these signs can be. The Eight of Cups at the bottom of the deck is the Saturn in Pisces card. Before their Pisces and Sagittarius are very closely related and linked energetically. And so sad, this being the Saturn in Pisces card, it may as well have showed up as the Saturn in Sagittarius card. Yes, I know that the Ten of Wands is really the Saturn in Sagittarius card. But the same thing, even with the um, with the uh, Ten of Wands, the Saturn in Sagittarius card, where it's talking about having to put immense effort in, working overtime, having to prioritize, giving something one final push, keeping your head down, keeping going, taking full responsibility. We're having to do that with our emotions, too, with this Saturn and Pisces card where we're facing the facts. We're finding the deeper meaning. We're moving away from unhappiness. We're ending cycles. We're, we're becoming emotionally mature. Don't let Saturn have gone all the way through Sagittarius at the end of Gemini full moon season. It will have completed its cycle, 29-and-a-half-year cycle, and you haven't learned the lesson of becoming more emotionally mature and being able to withdraw your emotions from emotionally unsatisfying situations. There's a time and a season for everything, and it may be time to withdraw your energy from things that aren't producing results, things that aren't like this King of Pentacles thriving. And if we can successfully do that, we get this page of cups that we're walking into in the future. Where we are, it's the Pisces card. Well, we do get like this Capricorn and experiencing a Pisces Sagittarius season. We get to experience that intuitiveness, being in touch with our feelings. We get to experience compassion for ourselves, where love can blossom, where our artistic side, romantic side can develop, where we can experience warm feelings for our starting with our own self and our inner child. And we can experience intimacy, creative beginnings, and dreaming again. How long has it been since we did the first 21-day challenge where it was all about our dream life? And how far are you removed from your dream life? Do you believe 12th House Capricorn is about belief? Do you believe that you can have what you want? Do you believe that you can have the life you always dreamed of? You're gonna get, we're all going to get in accordance to what we believe. If you believe that you're a loser and you your life, you know, FML and life is a bitch till you die and hey, you're gonna get you're gonna receive in accordance to what you believe. You might as well do the hard heart smart work that these cards have described. So we can get to this, get back to being our dreaming, not living with your head in a cloud, but being in touch with your ability to imagine, your ability to visualize, your ability to open yourself up to the spirit realm, which is just as real as this physical realm. And things and, and your awareness that things happen in that spiritual realm first, 
things happen when you're being thankful and showing gratitude first. If you can be, if you can fix your mouth and your heart and your mind to be thankful for something you don't even see in the physical yet, it's only a matter of time before it shows up. You better get with your imagination, guru, and find out about these waves collapsing. And, and and find out why Saturn is showing us how it why it is so vitally important to restrict, to set boundaries. You can't watch every damn thing. You can't listen to everything. You can't listen to everybody. You can't open yourself up to every energy thinking you're missing out on something because you didn't see the latest movie. You might have missed out on something attaching itself to your spirit and, and shutting you down because you didn't collapse the wave. You wouldn't consciously aware that you were doing and you inadvertently created something and participated in something that you never meant to create. Hey, when Saturn comes to your sign, you go find out. <laughs> but take advantage now. Saturn in Capricorn is going to be beneficial for us all when it comes to minding our business, when it comes to um, governing our affairs. What did I say about Saturn? It wants us to be responsible, dutiful, mature, grow up, and and accept the end of cycles. That's what karma is. It's just cycles. When something has wrapped up, lovingly release it and let it go. Bringing old karma into a new cycle is a set up and a recipe for some hard lessons to learn, I know. Saturn and Sag has changed my life. And trust me, the lessons I've been learning, I won't need to relearn them for the next 29 and a half years. I'm good. <laughs> I got it. Let me get my little diploma from the multiverses and say, okay, you you done good. You You felt like you were dying. <laughs> I said that a few times during Saturday's stage. I said, I'm in, I feel like I'm in the fight of my life. That's how hard, hard, and smart I was being forced to work just to get bare minimum, just to maintain. No shortcuts, no easy way out, sitting on the sidelines, no handouts, no hands up, hands up, hands up. <laughs> Or very, very, very few of them, very, very limited of those, okay? And we're winding down to the end. Next time I do this horoscope uh, bonus um, broadcast, I'm going to have tarot cards for every sign, and I have done that in the past. Uh, Like I said, I barely had time to do this, but I didn't want to leave y'all hanging without anything to kind of chew on and think about. Take the information that I've shared for your signs. Do research on it. Jupiter's in Scorpio now. It's just, it's all that, you know, beneficial to do your research and expand on it, expound on that so you can get all the juice and the meat from it, okay? Um, I, I'm just here to kind of show you the way, be a, a light and a guiding light, and it's my divine pleasure to do so. Thank you to all the callers. Thank you for all the online listeners. Thank you for those who are listening in the archives. 
And I'm looking forward to this week's Week Ahead show. There's so much to talk about. I wanted to talk about Jupiter trying Neptune even on here. But as you can see, I'm even running out of time now. But I love y'all. Happy solar return to me. (laughs) I will talk to you all soon. Connected, there's a link in the episode um, description to email me. Send astro love gifts. I just appreciate you you all, and this is my astro love gift to you. Peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you.